are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Good morning and welcome to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon. So happy to be helking you on this journey as a parent, as a My Talker. Just, you know, we get busy. And you want to look up lots of things and you're like, I would love to learn about that. And you just don't get to it. So we are a repository of amazing information here on The Mom Show. And so we have a rotating panel of experts that come in and help us just get on the road to all kinds of like success. And so our good friend from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com, Cassandra Brazier, has joined us again today. Good morning. Happy to be back. I am always so happy when you're here because I learn things. And then when people come up to me and they go, wow, you seem like you know all this stuff about financial freedom. I'm like, no, no, I really don't. Cassandra. <laughs> Sandra has educated me on these things, and so I get to pronounce information as if I know what I'm talking about. Um, so you are really the expert, and so we always encourage people to call in if they have any questions, and the mm-hmm. number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. But remind everybody why you do what you do over at Clear Step, Finan- Clear Step Financial. Sure. Well, I think in today's world, we have such busy lives, right? We're right. constantly running from one thing to, to the next. And if we're not, we're trying to catch up, right? right. Or relax or try and enjoy this, this summertime that we have, this beautiful weather. So I think it's, it's so helpful for people. If, if you can have someone helping you with your financial side, that is making sure that you're on track, getting to your financial goals, helping to sit down with you, maybe even identify some of them, help you to see areas that you could be improving in, um, and then getting in touch with you when there's time to make some changes. I think that can be so helpful because, again, in our daily lives, it's we can't be good at everything. Right. If you want to handle your finances, manage things, and do all of that, you can. It really takes a dedicated amount of time, and it's usually something that for a lot of people, they'd rather be doing other things. They'd rather have that time for their family or, or for their job that they're already doing. They don't want to take on another job to manage their own finances for a lot of people. So that's that's why it's helpful to, to work with someone who's an expert. And you also do a great job of kind of laying out this foundation where you do it in such an accessible way that there's some little strategies and things that maybe you were just too busy to learn on your own or just Mm -hmm. didn't know existed that might actually help you. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of different things that can be some real easy steps or some slight changes that can in the long term make a really big impact for people um, with their financial picture. So you're absolutely right. There are some there are apps out there. There are all sorts of little things that can be great tools for people. And you've been doing this for quite some time with Clear Step Financial. Mm -hmm. But why did you decide to actually kind of like have that niche of also doing mom's talk money and starting that Facebook group and then Mm -hmm. now the website itself? Yep. Well, I know that just as a mom, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I have three children and I also, right, this is my career. So I have a career and I'm a mom. I understand what it's like for moms that are just trying to navigate. I mean, being a mom and also working, whether you're working or not, you're working. If you're a mom, you're working, right? I mean, that's a job. (laughs) Let's be honest. That is a job. (laughs) Right. And, uh, And it's a very rewarding job, but it does. It takes a lot of time and energy. So to be able to know that 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 is such a focus and and takes so much time in your life you almost need even more help than in some of these other areas during that time right i really feel like um there's so many things that 
I plan to work on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I need to call and change this. I need to set up this. I need to yeah. do this auto. And I just don't get around to it. And next thing yeah. you know, a month has gone by. Six months have gone by. It's already a year and I still didn't get around to yeah. it. And so having somebody that's kind of like, you're like a personal trainer for my finance, <laughs> my yeah. finances. Yeah. And that's so helpful. Yeah. I mean, I think having any time you're trying to work towards a goal, like you said, whether it's, uh, you know, where you have a personal trainer or you have a health person, you know, right. if you're trying to get to a health, I work with a, with a nutritional therapist, right? Who helps yeah. with my health and so forth because I need help staying on track with things and staying accountable. Right. So I set goals with that and work towards those. And it's, it's so helpful if you can have someone as a resource in an area that is important in your life. I think it is so helpful. Well, we always want to encourage people to go to momstalkmoney.com. Mm-hmm. And so now you actually have another ascent incentive to go there as well. So you set up this really cool giveaway. What's that? We did. So we have a golf outing that's an appreciation event for mm-hmm. clients as well is just a time to be able to meet new people. And so we have a golf event coming up in early October. Okay. And so I thought it'd be fun to give away a foursome. And if you are not a golfer, that's fine too. There's food involved with the event (laughs) and drinks, so you can still come and have a good time. Do you set it up like a scramble? So... It's a shotgun start. Okay. And I, and you have to forgive me because I am not a golfer. Okay. <laughs> so that makes us more fun. likely to want to do it. Yeah. So so I fine. have a good time just being there, talking to people. I love taking some pictures. Everyone has a great time. My sister who's in the studio, thank you, Angela, for being here today mm-hmm. and doing this Facebook Live video that we have. And again, go to Facebook if you'd like to see us here in studio. But uh, she does golf. Okay. And a lot of, some of our other advisors do golf. Um, I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> we have a good time. Lunch is included. Dinner is included. Some drinks are included we do giveaways it's just a fun time so if you're interested and you'd like to be uh one of the people that you submit a um all you have to do is just register. Just submit, right. Just go, just, yeah. just, mm-hmm. We're going to do a drawing live actually a week from today right. on the 5th. And so just go to momstalkmoney.com and there's a question uh, area and just put golf register mm-hmm. um, or golf submission, something about golf. It doesn't right. matter what you put. And then I'll put your, your name into the drawing. And don't so. worry, we won't bug you about things uh, outside of this. Right. If you're not this is interested just for the drawing. It. it is great if you have questions. This is a really good way to kind of, if you had something in your brain that mm-hmm. you just needed to like get out, you you can yep. always go to the website and put that down and then somebody for Cassandra and her team will get back to you if you have right. a question. So that's always a good thing. But this is a, and I I golf occasionally. Like okay. I used to golf more, but I think it's a great idea because you do have a lot of time to kind of just chat and get to mm-hmm. know people. And especially and the reason I mentioned a scramble, once you take out the pressure of actually having to super worry about your score as an individual, mm-hmm. it really does free you up to just have a couple of cocktails and enjoy everybody's company. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we do, we do. We have a ton of different drawings. We do best ball. We do different ones for men and women. We do. I mean, there, there's all these different ways that you could still be picked. And even just by coming there, you could still be picked. Your name could be picked from the drawing for one of the different giveaways. So we just have a really good time. It's fun. So again, go to the website, momstalkmoney.com. You can Mm -hmm. get the information there. And also we're going to give some great information today. And as before, as we move on, I want to remind everybody that we give some amazing information here on the mom show. And it may sound like it applies directly to you. You're like, that's speaking to my heart. But remember, we always encourage you to go and actually seek out the advice for you personally Mm -hmm. from week to week. And we do that with each of our guests that's on here and I also want to remind you specifically today the securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investments Incorporated member FINRA SIPC so what are we going to talk about today specifically Cassandra so specifically today we're going to talk about life-changing events 
And then what should you be looking at with your financial household? Okay. So when we sit down with people, the foundation that we look at, there's seven different areas. Yes. And so we're going to go through each of those different areas today and look at which life-changing events should you be should should you address those areas basically and so are you listing this so that people can kind of prepare slightly in advance because a lot of these things once you're in the midst of them Mm -hmm. it's probably difficult to go oh here's what i have to do right now because Mm -hmm. changes are difficult regardless oh absolutely you you know and you're probably already a little shell shock because of the event itself. Right. And, and, and clearly, um, so many life changes that we're going to talk about today, whether it's marriage or divorce or a new child or a new job or you're moving or, I mean, fill in the blank. Right. Uh, any major life change is usually going to take up an exorbitant amount of time of energy already. Right. And so... For, if you know and if you're planning ahead, like if you're pregnant and you're expecting your first child, right, then you may have some time to do some planning of some of these things we're talking about. If you're already in the middle of a divorce, your head might not be in a place to be able to write the second, do some of this. The dust might need to settle first. Understandable. So it depends on, I think it depends on where you are in some of these life changes. I mean, if you're in the middle of a move right now, chances are you're not going to be taking time to do some of these things until you can settle down a little bit. Okay, well, we do have a bit of time before we go into our first break. So can we drop into the first uh, thing that you want to talk about? Yes. Okay. So the first so the first step that we look at is incre- increasing people's ca- cash flow, or you can also look at it as looking at your budget. Really, what we're trying to do is get to what do you have? What's your discretionary income? Okay. Once you've paid all of your expenses from whatever is coming in from income, what's left? So there's sometimes there's ways that we can find money that hides. I know we've talked about that on right. previous shows, right? Whether it's, you know, reevaluating maybe your auto insurance or maybe it's, calling up some of the utility companies or your phone company or different things where you can maybe find additional money. So first you want to get to a point where you have as much money to work with as possible. And certain life-changing events are a good time to reevaluate that. Marriage is one of those. Okay, That's a time when you're, you know, I don't know for each person it's different when you get married, how are you going to do your finances? And that's a right. whole, that could be a whole nother show in and of itself. Yes. Is, you know, how do you combine your finances? But you, you want to talk about that and then look at now Based on how you're combining or divvying things up within a marriage, looking at then what does that new budget look like? Right. You know, am I taking this portion and you're taking that portion? Are we dumping all of our income into one bucket and then divvying it up that way? And what's our bottom line? So that's a good time to just reevaluate the overall income and outflow and what are all the expenses and so forth. Because now you're you're combining income potentially, but you're also combining expenses. Right. Hopefully also consolidating expenses, right? <laughs> right. Like if you both had a mortgage, hopefully then you only have one or maybe the other one becomes a rental then. Right. right? So so there's all sorts of changes that can happen within a budget when there's a marriage. And there's probably lots of scenarios where it's even worth having the conversation to make sure that you're on the right, the same page mm-hmm. with your spouse. And for some people, I've sat down with people before they actually get married and and kind of had that conversation of trying to talk through some different things financially. And for some people, we do it after they're married. And then we sit down and look at how they've decided to combine forces on their financial front. All right. Well, we are going to cover some more tips on how you can increase your cash flow as you navigate through some life changes. And we'll also go over some other things that you should do as changes in life are inevitable. And we are going to help you kind of go, what should we do as far as our money goes? So we're going to continue on that path with Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial. We'll be right back here on The Mom Show. 
Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. Also in studio today from Clearstep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com, Cassandra Brazier. And uh, remember, Cassandra has this great golf outing that's coming up in October, mm-hmm. and you can win. You and your friends get to come hang out. She's giving away a foursome for that a great event. And remind everybody again why we're what's so great about this this golf outing that you guys do. Oh, it's just a fun event. Um, we invite clients, so it's a client appreciation, but it's also a time to just meet new people and have a fun day. Right. I mean, we take it's it goes from lunch and then there's the whole golf event itself and everyone just I I can't tell you we sit in a spot just to be able to kind of talk to people as they go by. Everyone has a great time. I mean, it's just a fun day. And then we have a dinner. We give away prizes. We just have a lot of fun. So, so. you can just go to momstalkmoney.com. You'll see the entry form there. Just make sure you put golf outing in it. Mm-hmm. And put your go to the questions. Yep. Go yep. to the questions section at momstalkmoney.com. And absolutely, just submit your entry. Just put golf outing. And then you'll be entered into the drawing. And we're going to do it live next week. We'll do it at the end of the show. So if you tune in again next week and you didn't do it yet, it'll be a reminder right. to get your submission in. So that is like, and you do a lot of... I'll call them slightly outside the box events mm-hmm. that encourage people to learn about financial independence. Like Absolutely. you were talking about maybe instead of having some sort of sale party where everybody comes over and buys Pampered Chef, you can do this instead. Yes, we have. I mean, that's been so fun, honestly. Um, so I, you want to get people together anyway, right? We love right. having get togethers, especially women. Like we just love getting together and hanging out and talking. There's those book clubs and then people will have a lot of different parties. And it's right. just, again, it's a reason to get together. And so what we've done is we do a financial fun party and there's nothing to buy. It's, right. just, it's just a time to get together. It's an excuse to get together, but it's an excuse also to learn about money and finance in an environment. So it's usually, you know, someone will host it at their home. Right. You can have a glass of wine or a cocktail and enjoy yourself. <laughs> and people just open up more about questions, about really being, they, they don't feel awkward at all asking right. that question that they might think, I should probably know that. Yes. Or everyone else probably knows that and I'm the only one that doesn't. Right. But they'll ask that question. And so it's a great time to have those real good conversations and be able to dig in more to certain things that maybe you you think you might be the only one. And I guarantee you, you're not the only one. Right. Well, if you have any questions today, you can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And we've been talking about life changes mm-hmm. that really are a good time for you to like reevaluate some things that are going on in your finances. Absolutely. We talked about marriage being a good one uh, for just looking at your overall budget. Divorce is another time mm-hmm. because at that point, then you're, you're separating everything. Right. So you're separating the incomes, you're separating your finances. So looking at how that all gets divided up. And then now you've got a whole set of your own expenses now and budget to look at. So that's, that is another good time. You really want to sit down and evaluate all those expenses. Right. And it probably can be very freeing if you're already going through something that, you know, a very tumultuous time in your life to mm -hmm. be able to sit with someone who's a financial advisor to kind of go, I'm going to help guide you through this journey. It probably takes a lot of weight off your shoulders. It can. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And especially for women, I find, because for whatever reason, even though women can make a lot of the buying decisions and a lot of and they really do impact um, economic decisions and so forth in our overall economy, women are a driving force of that. But a lot of times within a marriage, mm-hmm. um, 
a lot of times it's the men or the male figure that is the one that kind of handles some of those, some of the financial responsibilities. Right. Not always. Mm -hmm. But if that's the case and you were relying on that and now you're on your own, it can be even more, uh, I guess you could, sometimes it's scary or just uncertain. Yes. Because you just don't know where you stand sometimes. Right. Got it. So divorce um, a new baby. Understandable. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean... There, if any of us have had a, a new baby, right? <laughs> right? We know there are expenses involved. Your yes. budget will change <laughs> for a long time, and you kind of, you know, some of them sneak up on you. They do. Where you're like, how? It's just one tiny person. How can right. they cost so much money already? <laughs> right. And even if it's we're buying things that we think we're going to need, right? Right. Whether we need those things or not, we end up spending, um, and our budget drastically can change when mm-hmm. there's a new child coming. So that's another time to kind of reevaluate what your budget looks like. Um, when you have a child go off to college, okay, that's another time. So you had the new baby, you adjusted your budget. Now you're getting to that point of becoming an empty nester. It's a good time again to reevaluate what does your budget look like? And you still may have some expenses for a time or you may not because some parents say we want to be able to cover X, Y, Z while they're in college. And some parents say, no, they're on their own. I think right. this is a good time for them to gain some responsibility. There's no right or wrong, but it just depends on what does your budget look like? Right. So that's another time. Um, a new job. Now, whether it's you're moving up drastically in your income or maybe even sometimes people end up moving down for a time because they see greater potential in the long term. Right. But whatever the case is, if your income fluxes, um, you know, up or down, that's another time you want to just do a a re-eval. Okay. Because sometimes you can actually plan for like, you know, that you're going to be trying to make some change. So do you have clients that talk to you about that going, well, how can I prepare to transition into this new position? Yes. Okay. Yep. Some people do. Now, some people don't, though. Some people don't think that that triggers something to need to assess certain things. Okay. Some people will, but it doesn't always click for people because, again, whenever there's one of these life changing things, that's usually where all of their focus goes for that time. Got it. Okay. So that's why I wanted to do this topic as kind of a reminder for people that these are all different reasons why you definitely want to look at certain aspects of your financial picture when some of these changes happen. Right. Because you might go, okay, I'm going to move down. I'm, I'm, I'm working downtown. I have to worry about parking. But it doesn't mm-hmm. occur to you that that'll impact your finances because it might cost more and your right. employer might not be covering it. And right. all these little things probably add up for people. Absolutely. Right. You know, anytime there's a, new, a change, mm-hmm. you don't always know all of the things that are going to impact your budget when that change happens, maybe even until after it happens. Right. So it's good to start planning ahead, but it also, you know, like a move, that's another time when you want to reevaluate your budget situation because a lot of times people are moving, it's going to, they're going to have different, it's usually a different mortgage payment. Yes. It's usually not exactly the same, right? Right. So you could have a different mortgage or rent payment. It could go up or down. And so that's another time where, again, if it goes up, then typically your utilities might go up, your taxes. You know what I mean? Right. All those kinds of things can be impacted. Vice versa, if it goes down, a lot of times all those things are impacted and then you might have more to work with. Cassandra, when people are normally going through one of these life events, is it that... They suddenly might go, I feel like there's some additional stress going on and I don't quite know how to pinpoint what it is. And then it turns out it's, well, there was a little thing that kind of caused a snowball effect in their finances and now it's just kind of layering into layering into their life. Or It could be. Okay. Um, a lot of times in those situations, if we're not planning or if we don't have a proper cushion okay. um, going into it, like let's say, for example, a move, right? Yes. We're moving. Um, let's say we don't have a cushion for that move. 
we may end up putting that on a credit card. Right. We may come out of the move with thousands of dollars of credit card debt because we paid all this diff- all these different things on a credit card because we didn't have a cushion there. Right. And so absolutely. And you may not consciously realize it, but maybe having that balance on there is causing some additional stress. You might think it's just the move in general and it might be a combination of things. Right. But finances do cause, that's one of the number one causes of stress for people is finances, whether it's debt or whether it's not enough savings or whether it's the performance of their investments or whether it's they don't have enough in their retirement accounts or they don't know if they'll be able to retire or life insurance. I mean, there's all these different things that can create stress. Uh, A lot of times, like I said, financial things are a leading factor for people in their stress. Okay. There's a lot that is going on in any of these times. And so we've kind of already covered that part of that increase your cash flow. Mm -hmm. So we we talked about maybe they have all this additional credit card debt that's going on. So how do you help them manage their debt or when do you tell them to really look at that during these changes? Sure. Well, like for example, with the marriage, right. that's again a good time. You want to look at if both people are bringing debt to the picture or if only one is, how do you want to go about that? Okay. Do, are both of you going to combine your income then to focus on paying that down? Is the person who brought the debt going to take that on and make that their responsibility? Mm-hmm. Again, there's no right or wrong, but it's good to have those conversations and to have a good plan in place to be able to eliminate the debt. So one of the best strategies overall, ideally, is that if you have multiple debts that have different interest rates, you focus all of your energy on the highest interest rate first. Right. And so you pay the minimum to whatever else you have and you focus on that highest interest rate debt. Then you go to the next one and then you focus all your efforts on that one. And that's great that you can help them provide a strategy for handling those kind of things. Because on the mom show a few weeks ago, when we were talking to Deanne Doulas from Sheridan and Doulas, she was talking about that. That's one of the things that you really need to have a conversation with your potential partner about is making sure you are on the same page Mm -hmm. about that debt. Because there's a lot of things that happen down the road where now it's all combined debt and you maybe didn't have this discussion with your financial advisor or your partner to go. Here's our strategy and take care of this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So marriage is a good time. And then divorce, like you're saying, mm-hmm. if there's a divorce, you've got to look at then the debt picture and decide how are you going to divvy that up? So that's another time when you've got to really address the debt side of your financial situation. You know, if, if a divorce happens, a new job can be a good time too. again, if your income is increasing and all of a sudden you have additional income, that could be a really good place to funnel some of that extra income before you even see it's there, right? It's it's found money in a sense. Right. It's money you didn't have before. And so if you can take that before you even get it and funnel it immediately right into whatever debt is out there, that can be a great time to reevaluate that plan and get that paid off even sooner. Well, this morning, Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial and Moms Talk Money is helping us navigate through some changes in life, at least as far as our finances go. And when we get back, what do you want to cover next? Well, we'll finish up on the debt. Then we're going to talk about that emergency short-term account and why that's so important and at what points and changes in your life should you be reevaluating that. And we'll be right back here on the mom show welcome back to the mom show here on my talk 1071 i am miss shannon also in studio cassandra brazier from clear step financial and momstalkmoney.com you should always check out mom's talk money because i think it's a really great uh just a a, a a repository of great information and distilled in a very very accessible chunk is the way i feel like because <laughs> your updates are just things that you go oh wait i did mean to think about that or something might pop up in the news mm-hmm. where you go, well, if I watch that on 
Bloomberg television, I'd have no idea what they were talking about because it was just an alphabet soup of letters and things in the stock mm-hmm. market. And you can go, here's why it applies to you. Right. It's almost like a foreign language for right. a lot of people. Um, there was uh, there was a good article that uh, I wanted to mention here because I think it was uh, even the title. It says in U.S. households, mom is the real money guru. So, of course, that's kind of fun to say, well, what are they talking about? Right. So they did a, a, a survey and they found that moms a lot of times are the ones bringing up financial things to the kids, mm-hmm. whether it's you should be saving on an ongoing basis for your long term or talking to them about the importance of having good credit or talking to them. Now, I don't want to say dads don't because a lot of dads do. Mm-hmm. And surveys can be skewed, too, right? Because I think it always depends on who's answering. So if right. women are more likely to answer, then you're probably going to get more mem- women saying that they're talking about this. Yes. Stuff. So but I do think that that more and more moms out there and women in general are more financially savvy and aware than they have been in the past, which I think is great. I think, you know, the, the access of information obviously helps quite a bit with that. Right. But also, I think women are just more in tune with some of those things. But at the same time, there's still so many questions. Right. You still you can only Google so much. And even I, I topics that I'm not as familiar with, I'll Google something and I'll still question. But I wonder if that's my situation right. exactly or if. It's too general. And so it's so nice to be able to have, like you were saying, um, someone to actually ask that specific question and say, but based on my situation, does this apply to that? Right. And the other thing that I uh, think is great about what you do is that you can go, okay, I may not focus on that, but I understand the landscape enough to be able to help you frame the question and to get the right help. Mm -hmm. Because it might be, oh, you need to talk to a tax accountant, but here's what you need to say. Right. Ask this question. Right. Because I might not articulate it, you know, in a way that they'll give me the response that I need. So they'll just get I'll just confuse them more because I'm already confused. (laughs) So the fact that you can translate it for me, that is a beautiful thing, Cassandra. (laughs) Absolutely. So it's great. Absolutely. you can add that to your business card. You are a financial translator. <laughs> is what you are. I'm fluent in financial language. Yes, thank Absolutely. you very much. Because it can be very complex. And you're right. A lot of people, you just feel like, why is this something that I feel like I should understand? Mm-hmm. When it's okay that you don't get it all. You're allowed to ask questions and oh, find the right people and the right resources. Absolutely. And especially as we've been talking uh, today about trying to navigate so many of these things during life changes. So you're already mm-hmm. focused on the change and maybe you don't, Think about the fact that it might cause a ripple into your finances as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, we had talked through a lot of the different debt side. Um, the one thing I'll say on the, uh, on the debt side that we didn't talk about was when you have an inheritance. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting time where if you have this windfall of money, there's something about us from a psychological standpoint that if we, a lot of times we have the debt because of our habits, right? Right. So if our habits don't change. And we all of a sudden have a windfall. Like this happens with lottery winners too sometimes, right? They have a windfall, but then within a few years, it's gone. Right. Because they're used to being in a certain place financially. So when it changes suddenly and drastically, they they almost like reset their to their comfort level of wherever it was before. Because you had mentioned before that there was a study about that, that whatever you mentally, yes. whatever, whatever, I don't want to articulate it poorly, but you were talking about like you do have that mindset of I make this much money or I'm right. in this financial state mm-hmm. and people will 
course correct back to that. If they start making more money, they'll mm-hmm. drop back down. If they make less money, they'll might figure out a way to get back to where they were. But right. you can't. How do you train retrain yourself to get out of those habits? So you it, it and that's where you need to continue to work on new habits. Okay. And so the best way to get to a different place financially is to work through habits. Right. And that's why an inheritance can be a blessing or a curse. And if you take it and if you were to just wipe off a whole bunch of debt, but don't change your habits, you're likely going to just be in that same place in a matter of time. Right. And so that's where when you have debt in the picture, the best thing you can do is really strive to eliminate it and also change your habits in the process. Right. Because otherwise you will likely be back in a similar place. And if you look back throughout your life, you've probably been in similar places for a while unless you've made some changes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we are creatures of habit for better or for worse. So. When you when you're you know talking to someone, you look at what their history might look like and their habits, and that's likely it's not guaranteed. But unless they make changes, that's likely what their future is going to look like. Cassandra, so much of uh, it's always so interesting because so much of the way you talk and the way our friend Dr. Amy from Health Foundations and even our friend, it's so interesting because so much of all of these things are exactly what you said: habits and how mm-hmm. we as just humans do the same thing. Where if you you know you, your finances is no different than your diet, and right. it's like why you will yo-yo back and forth because Mm -hmm. you aren't able to make those habits or you don't make a change. Right. And it's interesting that it's a very parallel situation with your finances. It can be, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why it's one of the neatest things is when you can sit down with someone and when I help them set up like auto investment plans and things things that are auto that can help start to create habits, but that it also just starts happening. Right. right? So that you don't have to consciously log in somewhere and make this happen because Mm -hmm. that's a hard thing to start to do. So when you can just start some kind of auto thing, just like if you have your bills on auto, that's Mm -hmm. nice, right? Because you're not going to get late payments. You're not going to get behind on things. It just is an automatic thing. So if you can start savings plans that way too, it helps to create those habits in a very gentle way where it just starts happening for you. Right. And then over time you just start, you can just increase that little by little over time. And then all of a sudden you can find yourself in a good place financially perfect so um, for short-term savings we talk about having that cushion then right where you want to have at least three months start there if you don't have any now but you want it in like a short-term savings if you can have it in an interest-bearing account that's ideal Mm -hmm. we've talked in the past too. synchrony has a really good interest rate as far as online or savings accounts go right and it is nice to have it a degree of separation mm-hmm. because if it's just in your bank or credit union savings account, it's very accessible to you. <laughs> right. And so you may be tempted to use it for things that might not really be that critical or emergency in nature. Right. right? I saw a new polka dot dress that I wanted. So should I change the <laughs> move it right. over? And you're like, no, I can That's wait. Right. right. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we don't want to dwindle it down unless it's for that type of an emergency. So to have at least three months work towards that of whatever your actual expenses are and then build it up to six that's an ideal place to be somewhere between three to six months um but marriage is a good time to look at that again because your 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 expenses are going to be changing right divorce again you're going to have probably a new number for what your monthly expenses are going to be so that number could change then a new baby Mm -hmm. that number is probably going to go up so you want to make sure you're adjusting whatever your reserve is if you had one already or if you're building towards a new number um, a new job, because if your expenses and things or if your cash flow is changing, 
your expenses may change. Sometimes that happens when yes. we have more money. Sometimes we're spending more than or we increase our expenses. Or so. it always seems like just the same as when you move. It's, yes. There's things that you need that yep. you didn't know. Like, wait, my briefcase doesn't work. Or I need, this, <laughs> I need to rearrange my office at home. Like you're like, I didn't, it didn't occur to me that right. I need a new waste paper basket. Who knows? <laughs> just stuff. Right. Now we, we need, jobs. now we need a carpet here or a little yes. entryway rug here. Or I needed a, a shredder. I needed or, a paper shredder. Right. I'm like, did I? Okay. I guess I do. Yep. So I get it. That's it. It adds up. Mm-hmm. And even um, just every year, it can be good to just kind of reevaluate that because even if you don't have any of these major life changes, a lot of times our expenses can just vary over time. Mm-hmm. So after a couple of years, it's good if you're not doing it yearly, at least to sit down and look at these kinds of things to just see where you are. Okay. So. Um, and then insurance, then that's the next thing to look at. And when do you want to reevaluate that? Okay. Marriage again, that's a big one because you're now, you may be dependent on each other's incomes. So that would be something that you'd want to make sure something would be there for one or the other. Now, if you don't have children in the picture, it's not as critical. Okay. But if you're married and you're maybe planning that you might have children, I would recommend having it in place almost as if you do if you're on that path to having kids because then it can you could you could potentially then be pregnant at any time or right. having a child come along at any time and if anything changes with your health then that impacts your ability and the cost to be able to get insurance you always have to qualify so your health is a big impact on being able to get it or not have it and can you do your elevator pitch again for insurance because every time we bring it up like i bring it up out in the wild and people go i hate that word like they just get so stressed out about it so it is and this is what like i said my sister's here and our mom always says uh life insurance is a gift of love (laughs) right and so it's the one of those things that you do you pay for it if but it's there if anything happens to you. You can never be replaced. Right. But you can also take off a financial burden from your family that you leave behind if something happens to you. Right. And so no matter what, if you're gone, they're going to have to, there, there's going to be a difficult time, whatever that looks like. Right. But do you want a financial difficult time to to drastically magnify an already horrific situation. And that's where life insurance is. So that's what it's really for. And you, again, it's never been cheaper than it is now to get at least some kind of term in place because life expectancy is longer than it ever has been historically. And so that's what they price it based on life expectancy and so forth. And of course it goes down to your specific health situation. Are you a smoker or non-smoker, right? Tobacco user or not. So all those kinds of things factor into what the cost would be, but it's never been cheaper. And and even just getting something in place is better than having nothing. All right. So that's that's the Reader's Digest on life insurance. <laughs> Go get it. Don't be scared have of it. it. Stop hating it. it. Right. right. Exactly. I always I always run lots of different scenarios for people, and we shop around for the cheapest we can find life insurance for people, and it can be very affordable. All so, right. So don't so be afraid marriage, to make yep. those calls, everybody. Absolutely. Marriage. You want to reevaluate. Divorce. You want to reevaluate. You may need less now potentially oh, okay depending right or if kids go off to college then at that point you may want to drop it down a little bit again depending okay so there's all these different variables but those can all be times to just reevaluate insurance because there are times you may want to increase it there are times you may just want to decrease it right so um, a new job potentially again if your income is drastically increasing it might be time to increase the life insurance but maybe not okay so that also depends um Retirement can also be a point where you 
potentially may want to decrease some of it. Okay. But it can also make sense to have life insurance into retirement and it can serve other purposes because there's now different policies that can also include long-term care. Okay. So that can be a piece that could be included in your life insurance. So there may be other reasons to have it. Um, and then just along the, the side of insurance, I always just want to mention too, disability insurance can be really impactful too to have, especially if you have a family that's dependent on your income, because that basically ensures that you can still have some income whether or not you can work or not, right? Life insurance mm-hmm. is if you're completely gone right? and that can help to replace your income. But what if you're still around, but you're just not able to work right. in your job or career, then that can really be um, an important thing to have. Well, we have been covering some uh, ways to navigate through your finances when you go through some life changes. We're going to continue with that. And what else do you want to talk about before we wrap up today? Well, we're going to jump into your long-term aspect of saving. Mm -hmm. And then at what different life-changing events do you really want to key in on that? We can also take your questions here at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial and Moms Talk Money here on The Mom Show. Welcome back again to The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon Cassandra Brazier, our financial advisor and branch manager from Clear Step Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com is in the studio with us today. We've been talking about how you navigate some life changes uh, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with your finances. Mm-hmm. And we had a great question. So Pam called in. And so Cassandra, what she want to know is that she she's married. She's a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom and she has a 401k that she has not been investing in currently. Her husband also has a separate plan that he is currently investing in. And so Pam just had some questions on how can she continue to grow hers or should she blend them? And so in general, if you were dealing with that kind of scenario, how would you start them on knowing here's where you might want to do with these investments? Mm -hmm. And that's a great question, Pam, because that is a common scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, When you leave a job that triggers an event where you're able to then roll over, it's called a rollover with your 401k. Now, what I usually will do with people is we want to look at your whole picture because that will really determine what you may want to do. Okay. Um, because then there's, it's always good to see a statement that people have. Right. Because there's been times when someone will say, well, this is what I have. And then I'll look at the statement because it's that financial jargon, right? Yes. You have to be fluent in financial information (laughs) sometimes to Mm -hmm. decipher it. Um, Because sometimes people have a Roth 401k inside of there. And then that completely would change part of what you would need to be doing with that. So there's all these different aspects. And sometimes it's a simple 401k or a simple IRA plan, which is still a company retirement plan, but again, a little bit different. So there's all this. So seeing a statement is really the most beneficial. But if we assume that you have a 401k, you no longer work there. A lot of times what people will do is they'll roll it over into an IRA. Okay. And at that point, then you can decide anywhere you want to have it invested. Mm -hmm. And so working with an advisor to help kind of look at what maybe some of your best options would be based on what are you comfortable with? What does your retirement time frame look look like? Uh, And putting it into some appropriate investment pieces. And now it's great that your husband has one, too. You always want to make sure you're putting it up to your match, right? right? And so that's another thing we always talk about when we're sitting down talking about 401ks. And let's explain a match again, because mm-hmm. some people might hear that. They might kind of go, well, my employer has mentioned it before, but I don't understand yes. how it benefits me. So a match means that like if, if a company says we will match 3% 
um, on your 401k. Right. What that means is that you look at whatever your your income is, and if you put in 3% of your income, your company will also put in 3%. That will be to a total of 6% then right. going into your 401k. So it's a lot of people will say then, well, that's like free money, or mm-hmm. it's like doubling your money immediately. Right. So it's always advantageous to be able to put in at least up to your match into your 401k. Um, and that's that's why it's recommended to do that because it is like getting free money in a sense. And it probably does just help that because we always talk about compounding things. So mm-hmm. if you can double up on that and you don't have to do Absolutely. anything other than stay at a job that you sounds like you were going to stay at anyway, yeah. don't miss out on the opportunity. Absolutely. And then also, though, for in someone like Pam's situation where now you're no longer have a company plan to contribute to looking at your financial picture, if you've got discretionary income still that there's enough money in the budget, you could still be saving a lot of times, depending on people's income situation, because you have to qualify for a Roth. You If, if you make too much income, right. you can't, right? Okay. But if you're in a, a situation where you would qualify for a Roth, that could be an advantageous place to be able to be funneling money then so that you're still having money being put away for retirement, right? Um, even though you're not contributing to a 401k anymore. So there's a lot of different things that could be done depending on, and again, this is very general without yes. Pam, without looking at your situation. Um, I'm kind of giving some general things, right. but those are some kind of tips and ideas on things that I usually would look at. Um, but anyone who's in a similar situation like that, if you have questions, if you want to set up a time to meet, I'm happy to do that with people and just do an evaluation. Right. And it's always cool to kind of sit down because, uh, you know, when I was talking to you about some things, it was it actually made me feel better because I'm walking in with this pile of papers going, I think everything's <laughs> a mess. And you're like, no, actually, this looks pretty good. And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> I was much better than I thought. And I think that we yeah. just, you know, jumped to the conclusion that we're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's just because we have a tendency to self judge, mm-hmm. but in your finances, a lot of times you go, "I'm doing it wrong." Obviously, I'm doing it wrong, and right. then you can sit there and go, "No, there's a lot of goodness that's going on in here." As Absolutely. Well. I mean, really, a lot of times people are doing a good job, maybe in this area or in mm-hmm. that area, or they're doing a good job savings. You know, it just saving money in general, and they've right. gotten to a good place, and so it's just kind of helping to give guidance in the areas that could be enhanced. And helping people to make sure that they're just staying on track. Right. Well, we always appreciate you guys calling in. Mm -hmm. You can also go to the website and put your questions in there as well. If you go to momstalkmoney.com, that is a perfect place for you to go. Maybe I need to write this out. I don't quite know how to say it. And you can kind of like collect your thoughts. And then Cassandra can go back to you that way as well. Mm -hmm. But today we were talking about those life changes. And I know we had another thing we wanted to cover before the show ends today. Yep. So basically just that long term getting to whatever your long term financial goals are, whether it's retirement or just trying to get to a certain point and having a certain amount of money Mm -hmm. at a point in time. Um, But those life changing events that could trigger really wanting to reevaluate your retirement numbers or your long term goals. Uh, Marriage and divorce, of course, are Mm -hmm. two big ones, because whether you're combining all of your money now to look at retirement goals or you have to divide it, that really hugely impacts. Right. Right. Getting to that financial goal. Um, Retirement in general, too, if you're if you're getting close to that retirement point, it's really a critical time to start reevaluating where that's all at, because if you're. I mean, again, I'll, I'll take a step back, kind of. We're, we're in one of the longest bull markets that we've ever seen. And again, bull, market, bull, mar- yep, okay. yep. bull markets, meaning that the markets have been going up, 
right? right? And just about anywhere your money is, is likely been doing pretty well lately. Um, and we talk about this kind of this circle of uh, of investing for people, of emotions and, and how we react to things in yes. the markets. And there's this point of euphoria, in a sense, where... We just think the markets are the greatest yes. and we, we absolutely would never want to get out of them. Right? right. But sometimes that is the time right before when things shift. Okay. Right. So, um, I, and I'm not, I'm not an economist and I right. don't pretend to ever be an economist or be able to predict things, but we do know at some point there will be another recession. There will be another downturn or a bear market, right? right. Where the markets are going down. And a lot of times, it's not a guarantee, but a lot of times it's soon after we're at that point of we just love the markets and everything is just going so well. Right. So that's just something to be aware of right now. So what I'm doing with a lot of my clients right now, especially if they're close to retirement, Mm -hmm. is we're making some of those shifts. We're looking at ways to add protection to be able to preserve things if we see some major shifts. Right. So when we see a downturn coming, which we know it'll happen at some point, we don't know when. Right. We know it's going to happen, but we really want to smooth that out for people, especially that are close to retirement, more so than people that maybe have 20 or 25 years or 30 years or whatever before they're going to be retiring. So that's just something that that if you're close to retirement, I would definitely recommend just evaluating your long-term investments and savings and things sooner than later, you know, before we have that correction. Because the worst thing you could do is wait until you get to the correction point of now all of a sudden the markets have dropped, your investments have maybe gone down significantly. And then you talk to someone and say, I just can't take it anymore. I need to do something. Right. Yes. But that's probably the worst time to get out of the market if that's what you're feeling too. But that's a lot of times when our emotions play into our our decision making. Yeah. So, so prevent that from happening. (laughs) Right. And look at those things now. So, um, and then estate planning, because when you have a marriage, and especially a remarriage situation, you want to make sure that there's some kind of estate planning in place. Right. Because if there are children from previous marriages and then you have a remarriage, it's possible that children could be disinherited mm-hmm. unless there's proper planning in place. So mom and dad are remarried and both have kids from previous marriages. If something happens to dad, everything that he had would go to mom. Right. right? But then there needs to be things in place that if dad wanted certain things to go to his kids, that that would happen. Otherwise, everything would naturally go to mom's kids if something happened to mom, if that makes sense. So then dad's previous marriage children would then be disinherited. And again, we are not trying to be downers on love. No. Love, love. We're just saying that this is just... Just things to be aware of. Right, and the way the system works. Mm -hmm. So it's worth having the conversation and doing a little planning. It is, yep. So an estate planning attorney would be a good resource. Also, um, again, same thing for a divorce for a new child. That's another big time because you want to make sure there's things in place that say where you want, what you want to happen to your child if anything were to happen to both of you, you know, you and your spouse at the time, because then the state would have to step in and make that decision if you didn't have something that says I want so-and-so to be able to be take custody of my child or children. So those are all important things. Um, I did want to give a quick tip, financial tip on um, people that are taking Medicare right now who are 65 or older. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of changes and there's some real big changes that are happening that's going to impact over 700 or so um, thousand people here in the Twin Cities area and some of the uh, surrounding counties for Medicare. So if you have a cost plan, that is going to drastically change and go away. 
And during this next open enrollment period, you need to make some changes. If you don't, it will greatly impact your plan for the next year. And you will be stuck with then whatever you default to for the next year until the next open enrollment likely. So I just want to make sure that anyone who is on Medicare who may have a cost plan, if you updated your, your card last year, it would say on there. And if you haven't, make sure, like reach out. You can go to my website. I can get you in touch with one of our Medicare specialists that can just evaluate it. It is not worth taking a chance. And again, that website is momstalkmoney.com. Make sure you reach out, get that information from Cassandra. Also, make sure you register to win that free foursome for their golf outing that's coming up. And we'll see you again next week here on The Mom Show. Thank you.